What? It starts off with these three niggas. They up to no good, probably. It's Stacy from the wood, Chicago from Poetic Justice, and this one nigga, I swear, man, this nigga in hella hood movies. I said that shit hella times. This nigga in so many movies, I'm about to just start calling him his regular name. Samuel Monroe Jr. is his name. It's got no type of ring to it. I'm not gonna call him that shit. Apparently, whoever lives in this spooky house came up on some drugs, and now these niggas are planning to buy or steal said drugs. Stacy and Chicago are kind of worried about going into the house, because it looks scary. It's it's scary house. The one yo, the bald yo, he's like, fuck that. We big gangster. We do gangster things. Both y'all need to shut the fuck up, alright? He's usually the go-hard nigga in whatever move he's into. That nigga's scary by himself, bro. That's my tales from the hood. Imagine saying Samuel Monroe Jr. in the mirror three times and he comes shoot your house out. I don't know. Right. Well, if a dead motherfucker come fucking with you, you kill his ass. I'm supposed to kill something that's already dead, man. Yeah, like some refried beans or some shit. Why the fuck you gonna refry some beans, man? Why not just fry that shit right the first time? What the fuck? That shit kinda really scary. This nigga's kinda terrifying. I've been waiting for you, boys. It turns out this house is actually a mortuary, I think. That creepy nigga is a mortician. I'm a mortician. Also, this nigga named Clarence Williams, in case you didn't know. Clarence Williams III. I'm sure you've seen him in something. He's scary. He a yes, all-star. The mortician explains that he found some drugs in an alley and is wanting to sell them. And to those of you that know this, yes, his hair does look like this in every movie. It's not just this movie. This nigga's scary. You got the money. You get it when we get the shit. The shit. <laughs> the shit. Before he hands over the drugs, he wants the boys to listen to his scary, spooky stories. He starts pulling out dead people and explaining what happened to him. I don't know. Stacy seems pretty interested. Cool. Hey, so what happened to him? But your boy Samuel Monroe Jr., he is not interested. Let's just get the shit. You'll get the shit. You'll be knee deep in the shit. It's so much. I couldn't even lift it all myself. The first story is about a politician. He's a strong black man and he's cleaning up the streets or something. He seems to be targeting corrupt law enforcement. He sees all the cops all around doing all the dirty all around. He don't like that. You getting off on uh, destroying good cops' lives? Hmm? I've got nothing against good cops, but I will see lowlife scum like you run out of the department. Honestly, this shit is scary enough by itself. This should probably really be happening. This is a crazy world we live in, bro. The cops end up killing the politician guy and covering it up. They shoot him up with heroin and roll his car into the harbor. It's pretty cool. These guys are the coolest. Look at this nigga. He's just the coolest, right? Clarence, the rookie cop, sees everything and he's visibly upset about it. He don't like that. The other cops are just kind of like, so? Clarence quits the force and after that night, the politician nigga legacy is ruined. Everybody think he like heroin now and the crooked cops get away with all the dirty. It's later now and Clarence, he's not doing too good. He drinking 40s and he got a beard and shit. He hasn't been keeping up on his flat top really. The guilt of not doing anything is really fucking with his head. He eventually starts hearing voices and shit. Well, not voices. I guess it's only the one voice. It's the politician, nigga, voice. Bring 
them to me. Clarence listens to the voices and calls up his old cop homies to have them meet him at the graveyard. What the fuck you call us out here for, huh? Huh? I thought the least we could do is pay our respects. What do you mean? Pay respects. The cops agree to go see the politician dude's grave to pay respect, but honestly, they do a pretty bad job. I won't piss on his grave. <laughs> Way to go, Strong. That's, that's pretty cool. The zombie man chased the cops all through the hood. They scared of him. The makeup on the zombie man looks not that bad, actually. I mean, it's not that good, but it's kind of creepy in like a nightmare sort of way, yeah. They crash the car, and then they all like, Dang, we kill him. Why we kill him? He crashes the car, swerving away from the zombie, by the way. Like, I know he magic and all, but I feel like I would have at least tried to hit him. I don't know. I feel like cars are really strong. It's worth at least one shot. It might buy you some time. He is magic though, so you never know. Oh shit, bars. Four points, why you in a four toss? <laughs> the last cop blows the zombie up, but not really. Then he gets chased down an alley, and the zombie nigga uses his telekinesis powers that he has, apparently. He picks up a bunch of dirty needles from the ground and shoots him at this nigga. You get it? Cause he shot him with the needle and killed him. It's going round, coming round, everybody coming round. The zombie uses the needles to pin the cop nigga up to the wall in the T-pose like Jesus. Then proceeds to turn this nigga into a painting. And also he has a jar of steaming jelly shit inside of him powering him up it seems. That's a lot of things happening. It's kind of too much to explain, especially in an anthology setup. So they don't explain it anything. The next story is about the little nigga from Soul Food. He got a monster in his house or something, which sucks because he fucking hates monsters. He gets in a fight at school with this light-skinned nigga and his teacher takes him to the nurse. The nurse tells the teacher that the kid is fine, but he's got a black eye that's not from the fight. Walter, if you tell me and Nurse Parchman, it'll just be our little secret, okay? The monster. Needless to say, nobody believes this dumbass and the monster keeps coming back. One of Sofu Kid's classmates suggests he draws a picture of the monster, then destroys it, then he won't be scared of it no more. I don't think that drawing these pictures is really the answer to your problem. Bro, you don't even know what you're talking about, Sinbad. Shut your bitch ass up before I fry you the fuck up in here, boy. Fucking Chief Keith just starting out dreads ass nigga. Motherfuckers got dockers on pulled all the way up as far as they can go. Then he wearing the fucking striped polka dot ensemble and shit. You might as well draw this nigga whole outfit on a piece of paper and ball that shit up. Soulful Kid also draws the light skinned nigga that beat his ass earlier. He draws him and then he balls him up and what do you know? It fucking works, Sinbad. How do you break both arms and legs? Boy must have had weak bones. The teacher goes to Soul Food Boy's house and talks to his mom. He brings up the monster and his mom gets in his ass. It's not a good situation. So cool fit. So cool fit. So cool fit. Soul Food Kid. Bro, what the fuck? I can't talk. Soul Food Kid's stepdad. Jesus. The stepdad comes home and he's like a dickhead or something. So what kind of problem are we talking about? This monster that he says is in the house. I'll talk to him. 
Sinbad leaves and the stepdad goes and talks to his family. And by talks to his family, I mean he beats the shit out of his whole family. That's ignorant. The teacher comes back after hearing all the talking and decides he wants to help. The monster talks to everybody at the same time for a little bit. Until Walter, aka Soul Cool Fit, grabs the paper and starts balding it up. Boy must have had weak bones. This shit ain't over yet! Cool Fit and his mom and his teacher watch as the monster burns and they live happily ever after, knowing they can just draw anybody and ball them up anytime they want now. The next story is the last story, is what I was thinking when I was watching it. It is not actually though. There's four stories. But this doll, it's a way station for lost souls. What? This doll is a place for the soul to survive. You for real? Yes! The third story is about another evil white man getting what's coming to him. This time he a racist politician. He moving into some old house. Everybody mad at him. Can anything be done? Well, there are certain things that we plan to do. There ain't nothing we need to do. The souls are gonna make him pay. They're gonna make him pay for being a Miss Cop was the keeper of the souls. And now there's The house used to be an old slave plantation, apparently. And also some other stuff happened. After the Civil War, the man who owned this plantation, the old man snapped into a massacre hundreds of slaves legend is she transferred the souls of the slaves into little dolls nigger dolls scary doll stuff starts to happen to him and he's all like he's chasing the doll around and trying to kill it as opposed to i don't know getting the fuck out of there maybe i mean he's mad though he's so mad that he smacks the painting of the lady in the face with the american flag After that super intense, super real looking fight, the racist guy wins and he blows the doll up and shit. He goes back into the house and it's over and he wins now. Sick night, you little piece of black shit. What you got? That is some fine shotgun skills you got there, bro. I like the way he drops all the shells as the doll is charging towards him, especially since he already loaded it perfectly. Sick night, you little piece of black shit. And also, you should have loaded it before you went to go investigate whatever noise or whatever you were doing. <laughs> So they all come out the painting and they all look like Y&W Melly and they kill him. Next story. Oh, the shit. <laughs> the last guy is actually a nigga the three main characters know from around the way. He got crazy ass sideburns and he definitely is the nigga from Moesha, just in case you were wondering. He rolls up to some nigga he don't like and smokes him, like out of nowhere. Three niggas come out the house and shoot him before he can get away. Do you want me to shoot your ass, motherfucker? The cops arrive and shoot the three niggas before they finish him off, and now everybody dead, except for Hakeem. He survives and he goes to prison and he's chilling. Some lady comes up to him and takes him to spooky prison though. Apparently it's a new type of rehabilitation thing. She says if he completes it he can get out or some shit, I don't know. Consent to behavioral modification and you'll be out on the street enough time. 
That same sentiment from the cellmate guy is hammered in more by a bunch of tests and experiments. He's shown a bunch of nigger violence with a bunch of white supremacy violence. I mean, I get it. And it's a fair comparison. But this part just too long, bro. That's ignorant. The next experiment, he's in a sensory deprivation type of shit. Sensory what? He sees all the people he killed, and I'm kind of bored at this point. It's not even supposed to be scary, I'm sure. And honestly, spoiler alert, it's not even real. It's all in his head, and he's actually still on the ground with the three niggas over top of him. What a twist, right? Except not really, because they flat out lied to us by showing us something that didn't happen. Like, what was that? He imagined the cops pulling up and saving him? It feels cheap no matter how you spin it. <laughs> Nigga. Yeah, so it turns out the three niggas who shot Hakeem were actually the three main niggas the whole time. What a twist, right? Except not really, because you can kind of see their faces the whole time. Also, the fact that the movie even went out of his way to try to fucking hide their faces, that gives it away. Now we gonna get the shit. <laughs> it's in the coffins. About fucking time! Holy shit! What the f- Yes! Ain't no funeral! Welcome! To hell! Ah! Got Well, that's the end, boys and girls. They was in hell the whole time. This is just a fucking devil fucking with him, I guess. There's a zombie man and a bald up paper man. I like it. I wouldn't call it scary, and I was super high when I was watching it, but it's weird and twisted in a way that makes you feel uneasy. It's like the polar opposite of Leprechaun in the Hood. They seem like they took their time with this movie. The writing is pretty good for the most part in most of the tales, and the performances are nice and over the top when they need to be. Definitely like some Twilight Zone vibes going on. The cinematography is kind of flat, it's got really no style to it, it's just kind of standard. Kind of makes the movie look old, you know? I mean, some of the scary parts are kind of shot cool, but overall, it's it's whatever. What? The individual stories, like the actual tales, are super interesting. They're like nightmares almost. The effects and the makeup definitely give it a sort of surreal, uncanny type of vibe. Like with the dolls, it looks like they use some sort of stop motion animation type shit. And it doesn't look that good, but it's still creepy as shit. Maybe even more so because of it. Like it looks like some nightmare shit. Don't get me wrong though, some of this shit just looks bad. Uh, fun facts, the dark-skinned nigga that plays Chicago is Joe Torrey, is Guy Torrey's brother. That makes sense, they look alike. What? Also, I saw this movie when I was super young. I kept having glimpses of it in my head. I had to be like four or five. I didn't know whether it was real or not. I thought it was some shit I made up in a dream, maybe. Like, I remember nigga getting balled up in, like, paper. And I remember the little niggas coming out the painting and shit. That shit kind of fucked me up. I didn't realize it was from a movie till, like, this year. Like, I would have nightmares about that shit. Niggas getting balled up and shit, like, paper. That shit was scary. Who the fuck let me watch that shit? Thank you for watching. Join me next time, next story time, where we dive into another story next time. Make sure to subscribe and watch my other shits. Okay, and that's it. It's over.
Mustard Head, we bomb.